All right, guys, what's up? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Hump Wednesday. day. Hump day. So what's up, man? Good day today. Sorry we missed you guys yesterday. Had some stuff going on and uh, had to take a little bit of a little bit of a pause on a day off, handle some things. But wanted to get with you guys this morning. I'm looking forward to jumping in to our discussion. Might as well jump. <laughs> All right, so how you guys doing this morning, man? What's up, Sam? What's up? Huh? Oh, I said, what's up? What's up, man? Yeah, that's how you were doing. You don't just answer yeah. what's up, bro. Yeah, like, you, what? you weren't even listening. I'm Sam's like, good, no, man. Sam's like, I'm, I'm, Sam's like, I'm muting Sam for five minutes. He's on a five-minute timeout. <laughs> five minutes. What's new? What else is new? You, just, you always mute Sam. Sam, I'm like, Sam's, what's up, Sam? Sam's like, five. Sam's taking five. <laughs> <clears throat> so how you guys doing? Sam, how you doing this morning? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah? Pretty good. All right. Honestly, nothing beats the feeling of coming out of the gym in the morning when it's a crisp, cool morning like it is right now. Mm-hmm. It just feels great. Yeah. Oh, it feels so good. It does I'm feel good. Man. I love I'm the weather. I'm right on an apartment. I'm I'm stoked, man. I got a lot going Did on. Did you right get now. in? Uh, yeah, we're signing the lease um, Monday, I think. Congratulations, man. So, I'm stoked, man. Come on. <clears throat> well, good stuff. I'm I'm excited to get into it. How are you guys doing? That are watching and listening. Hopefully, you're having a great Wednesday. I feel like this is going to be a good day. The Bible says in Psalms 118, 24, and 25, can't leave 25 out, says this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Save us and send success and prosperity. So that should be our prayer today. We want to see God's success in our life, his success in our businesses, his success in our families. And uh, so let's, <clears throat> let's talk about it. So we're humans, right? And as human beings, it is it is absolutely ordinary. It is absolutely expected to look for a way to maximize results w- without maximizing the effort behind it. How about that? So as human beings, <clears throat> let me just say, if you are so you don't feel convicted at or, or, or you know guilty or whatever understand that every single person right now it is human nature and it is completely ordinary for us to look for shortcuts it's completely 100 percent normal for us to try to maximize the results while really minimizing the efforts <clears throat> somebody would matter of fact whoever was unashamed <laughs> unashamedly you know felt this way you know it, it said the harder work harder or work smarter, not harder. And uh, there's even people that are shout you down if you say that. But the reality is this. Um, I found, because I have tried so many times in so many ways to maximize results without maximizing the effort behind it, that there is not a shortcut to success. So we're going to... So even though that's the case, right? Even though that's the case, in order to really see our dreams come true. How many want to see your dreams come true? And that's really the thing. You want to see your dreams come true. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm on the next. And you want to see your dreams come true. You must make moves, right? I mean, so you, we, we, must, we must make moves. And it's easy to neglect the one component that requires the most effort to be a player. Come on, what, what is it? To be a player, you have to have, you have to have work ethic. You have to, you're muted yourself. As I've muted myself. You, you have to have punished drive. yourself, Mike. You got to have drive. You see that, Sam? 
the system was like, all right, I got you. You know, God, God came, God came down and be like, oh, he muted, <laughs> muted Mike. <clears throat> so that, uh, <laughs> what's going on? Blaisdell well, just walked in and goes, is he live? Yes. <laughs> so what were going to say, Mike? Oh, I was going to say you, you have to have drive. You have to have drive. You have to have work ethic, mm-hmm. which is what you said. You do. <clears throat> what do you guys think? As what do you think? I mean, the one, wh- because here's the thing, man. I mean, tenacity, you, tenacity, a sense okay. of like, I don't know. Like I, I think about the things that, um, like I want to accomplish and the mm-hmm. things that I don't want to, you know, be hindered by and the goals that I have for myself. And the biggest thing that I've found that helps me is whether I'm fully planned for it or if I've thought out all the steps or what could go wrong or what couldn't go wrong it's taking action that really does the most benefit for me and just getting started and getting the ball rolling and letting that snowball effect happen <coughs> helps mm-hmm. something start that isn't just stuck at the beginning. Yeah. It's also the mindset. Like you have the mindset to do it and accomplish it. You will. But sometimes like for instance, like sometimes I'm at the gym, I'm like, I'm going to kill it today. And I do. And other times I'm at the gym, I just don't have the mindset to like, to actually kill it, you know? So it's like, it's a mindset thing as well. You also have to have purpose behind it working without purpose is you're you're gonna you're gonna it's basically just like walking into a wall over and over again you don't have a purpose that's driving you like it's kind of it's kind of useless all right so you guys got a lot of good feedback i see some feedback um good morning richie um thank you sir i appreciate that and uh i see someone kevin campbell said sweat equity (laughs) elisa said discipline ben baker he just invited some folks. Thank you, Ben. So, you know, looking at this, you know, and you guys gave some great feedback. I mean, this is just what's great about a conversation like this. We, it, it, you know, we're, we're getting perspectives. And, and honestly, if we're going to appeal to a group of people, we have to understand that we don't have all the answers. And, and so I appreciate the, um, the feedback. But let me, let me just say this. Regardless of all the things that we just went over, right, you don't we, – we, we're talking in this kind of in this series a little bit. We started on Monday about – and said get off the bench and, and today which I want jumping in and we talked a little bit about my kids at the end of Monday you know that feeling as a father getting your children to jump into the <clears throat> into the pool but today I just want to implore I just want to challenge you I want to I'm going to use like an old word right I want to I adjure you like I I strongly urge you right to not be the one that is left on the sidelines here, here because you know, and that, that's just, I feel so strongly that that's who I'm speaking to today. The person that has talent, you know, um, but is, but has gone through purpose shaking events. You know, you talked about having purpose and there's people that knew their purpose, thought they knew their purpose and the enemies come along and he's done a really good job of, of shaking your purpose. He, he can't steal your purpose. Because God gave it to you, and the enemy can't take something that is God's. And so it's really it's God's purpose, because <clears throat> God created us, right? But he comes in and he shakes it. You know, when you come in, and, and Sam, you know, you talked, you talked about, um, you know, what, what did you say? Mindset. Mindset. So the enemy comes in, and I, I, I was thinking, I wanted to say thinking, but I know you said it a certain way. So mindset. And, you know, if you think about that for a second, the word itself is... It's, it's not just mind. It's not just thinking. That's why it's important to get get the word you used. It's mindset. You know, like it's 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 concrete. It's there. Your mind is set on on what? With the reason <clears throat> Sam said mindset to accomplish success to play well in the field is because your mind has to be in the right place. But what's your mind set on? 
Mm-hmm. What's your mind focused on? What? And then that's the thing. So the in, the enemy's job, the enemy of our destiny, the enemy of our progress. That's the, that's really the the deal. The enemy of our progress. So the enemy of our progress, his complete goal, his sole purpose, his purpose, his sole purpose is to detour you from your destiny, detour you, delay you. Like if you take a detour, you still get there. You just go, you go slower. You're more cautious. It takes longer. It's uncomfortable. And if it's a long enough detour or if it's a frustrating enough detour, you may stay over somewhere. You may stop on the side of the road. You may take time. So he delays you by detouring you from your destiny. And so your, what's your mind set on, right? But just, I want to, I want to speak to those today that are ready to get off the bench. You, you know, that you've been standing on the edge of the pool, like my children, you, you're to, you, you're, you've been standing there so long, your toes are like gripping the side of the pool. Like you, you've given yourself a pedicure with, the, with the, you know, that, but sometimes you ever done that in the pool? Like you have like that little rough surface on the bottom, you know, and you kind of. You know, I get pedicures every two weeks. I'm not, there's no shame in the game. I get pedicures and manicures every two weeks. I'm going Monday, every Monday, every two Mondays. But I mean, like sometimes, you know, you just kind of like rub your feet on the bottom of the pool and it kind of just feels good. You know, yeah. you, you gave yourself a pedicure. You've been standing there so long with your toes wrapped up around the side of the pool, curled up that you've given yourself the blood circulation is cut off and your toes are white. So my thing is this, I'm talking to those people. You've, you've been benched. We talked about two days ago, whether you've been benched by, by God and now you've just stayed on the sidelines too long because it's comfortable and God's called your number multiple times like Rudy, but yet you've stood there on the sidelines paralyzed and said, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. I'm going to sit out one more play. And I'm talking to those people, be anybody in any situation, be any player at any talent level, right? At any position, just don't be the one on the bench. Not in this season. <clears throat> if getting off the bench still scares you, I'm going to challenge you to look inside of yourself and, and, and get a hold of the God. Get something to believe in, right? And use that to propel you forward. You need, you need that leverage. You need, you need something that's going to that's gonna propel you forward, that's, gonna, that's going to come in as a, as a catalyst. That's what I want. That's what I want. We need to write down the word catalyst. You need a, you need a catalyst that is going to help you propel forward, and that is God. And I believe that God also uses people. He could use this show. He could use somebody in your office today. He can use a family member. He can use a stranger. He can use your children, right? So here's the thing: <clears throat> use that and propel yourself forward. We all have. Here's the thing: I want to I want to encourage you on. You have untapped, God given abilities and when you recognize those when you recognize those strengths it will allow you to focus on something that you know you have that God's given you see that's the thing so remember mindset what is your mind focused on I mean the Bible says it clearly this way what does the Bible talk about mindset Dave well it says in Philippians 4 it says to think on these things I mean the, 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 the God gives us the antidote for this it's our it's our mindset he says to focus on these things i mean whatever's lovely whatever's praiseworthy whatever's i mean whatever's good he's just telling you to to change your mindset to change your mindset you know you guys remember the story in the bible where um 
you know, I love reading like uh, the miracles and acts and things like that. And you remember in acts where Peter and John were going to the temple to pray and it's in acts and, and I don't have it in front of me, but there was a man that had been sitting. The gate was called beautiful. Matter of fact, I went to Israel uh, three years, two or three years ago and I saw this gate I and mean, it's obviously excavated and you know, it's it, but it's the beautiful pool with the five, um, the, um, the area there where the gate and then you go into the pool, Bethesda and things like that. And then all of that's there, but the gate, the gate that was where the beautiful gate was, is, is there. And this man sat outside his entire life, like 38 years, I think it said. And listen, it said that, um, he sat there and he begged alms. He begged for money every day. And listen, this is what mindset, this is how important mindset is. P- Peter and, um, Peter and John were walking into the temple to pray. And the man said, hey, do you have anything? Here's what Peter did. Before Peter answered him, okay, he said, look at us. So and if you, this, there's only two places that um, it translates into. If you, if you can uh, look up, Mike, I want to read it. But if you can look up, um, if you want to find the scripture, you say uh, um, Peter and John healed man at temple. You know, or witness to man. There you go. Temple gate. There you go. So he went with Peter and John into the temple. Oh, go right before that. I'm going to read it. I just want to get it right. But I want you, I want to point something out about mindset to you guys. So Peter and John were making their way together into the temple. This is Acts 3, and it's the first verse. And you can read like a few verses there. But it says Peter and John were making their way together into the temple. It was the hour of prayer. It was the ninth hour. There was a man who was born lame. Okay, so this is his life, okay, his whole life. So you've had past victories. This man's had a life of, of a lame, he's had a lame life. <laughs> he's had a lame life. You think your life's lame? This guy, the Bible says his life was lame. He had a lame, he's had a lame life. So there was a man that was born lame. He was being carried to the gate, the gate beautiful. That's what the gate was called. Every day he was laid there. Every day he was laid there so he could talk to people as they entered into the temple. He would beg for gifts for his needs. Seeing Peter and John about to go in, he asked them for a gift. So look what Peter said to him. Peter took a good look at the man, and so did John. And Peter told the man, look, and it puts it in bold uh, asterisks there. It says, look at us. And then it says he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. If you say, if it says, where it says, look at us, <clears throat> I studied this out before. There's only one other place in the Bible where this is, this translation of, of look at me or look at is, and this in Hebrews 12 too, and it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. That looking unto Jesus, what it means, and when he said, look at us, what it literally means is it means to remove you're, stop looking at what you're looking at and look here. It's, it's, it literally means to change what you see. And so what I want to encourage you that are, that are here, you know, you, we have strengths. We have God-given, untapped abilities. And then so when you, when you recognize this, that God gave you this, and you then all of a sudden you you focus on something. Hear me. You look at something that you know you have. So why is that important, Dave? Because when you know you have something and you begin to look at it, then what are you not looking at? You're not looking at what the enemy has put in front of you and what the world says about you and the circumstances and the situation at your job or your family. So you do, your mindset, 
So you didn't know that the word you said mindset was going to be such a big part of this. We took that word and now we're breaking it apart. Your mindset, your mind is set on what God's put in your heart, not what the enemy's trying to tell you. Look at us. I'm going to take my eyes off of what I'm staring at and what I'm focused on. I'm going to system I'm going to systematically shift my focus to what God says, who he says I am and what he says about me. And how appropriate that it's in Hebrews 12 where it says to look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. So when you're going, what does that have to do with when you're going through things that are going to what? That are going to take you out of your story. The author and the finisher. He's the author and the finisher. He wrote it in your heart. But here's the deal. He autographed it, but he also finished it. He's not a God that doesn't finish things. He doesn't leave things unfinished. So when you are walking through that story that God authored and the enemy begins to distract you, the Bible says to, to get back on track by looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. So I'm a firm believer in this. What do you guys think about this so far? It's good. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm, I'm tuned in listening. Like I've, I've, I haven't been thinking about anything to say. You don't say, I mean, same thing. I, mean, just, I like it though. Yeah. I mean, thank you. I, you know, what do you guys think? Listening, you know, let me look at some, some comments here. Uh, Travis Roberts, thanks for tuning in, Travis. I uh, think it's a great conversation, he said. And he said, I often think of Colossians 3, uh, 23 and 24 when it comes to working. All right. We can look that up in a minute. And and uh, amen, Dana. The triple Ds, discipline, dedication, determination. Love it. I love it. I love Kevin Campbell's. Uh, you know, he put a Y down there. And um, he, he used to work here a couple years, a couple years back. He uh, left and has an amazing position now with a great group. And, but he said here, having a why, and, and, and he knows that I know what, he, what, what he's talking about with a gentleman that worked here for 10 years, that maybe six, seven years ago, about six years ago, his goal when we were going over some whys was that he and his wife wanted to shift some things where she could be at home. She wanted to do some things at home. She wanted to be with the, with the children, and she wanted to homeschool and do some types of things. And uh, Tommy, that was one of his whys then, and and uh, he accomplished that in the Lord. Uh, let's look at Colossians three. Um, Travis threw out some scripture here. Let's see. We don't. I, I don't know what it is, so we'll read it and and see what it leads to here. So Colossians three twenty three and twenty five. Servants, uh, this is in the message. Servants, do what you're told by your earthly masters, and don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Work from the heart for your real master, for God, confident that you'll get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master your servant is Christ. The sullen servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work. Amen. You know, I, I said something the other day um, on one of the social media platforms we put out there, a quote that, um, you know, but serving Jesus, serving God should elevate your life in every way, not lower it. And, you know, I just want to tell you that this scripture backs that. And, you know, you know, in, um, you know, there's a there's a uh, f something that Jesus said in the word where he talks about if man tells you to go one mile, go the extra mile. And, you know, we've adopted that phrase in the world and in America, you know, as a as a, a motivation statement. Hey, go the extra mile. There's conferences that have been named that there's people wear shirts that are that don't even know God and they say that not knowing that it came from the word of God Jesus said if some if a man asks you to carry you know his um, possessions one mile go an extra mile and <clears throat> it was based on um, it was based on the the uh, p people of God 
that were under the Roman law, the Romans could make, Roman citizens could make and an, 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 uh, um, an Israeli person, a Jewish person, they could make a Jewish person carry their possessions one mile by law. The Jewish person would have to pick up their stuff and carry it, but they couldn't make them carry it more than a mile. And what Jesus was saying is, do it an extra mile. Like, I mean, God's all, all about doing it for the right reason, doing it with, with, a, with humility. So this scripture is really cool. And you know something? I know that this, you know, I hope that this is good for you guys. You know, um, it, it, you're right, Travis. Your why has to overcome the world's why nots. Amen. And, you know, it's so big, and this is kind of turning into a little bit of, of talking about the reason why. And it's interesting that um, I talk about that here next in the notes, that talent won't cut it. You know, potential doesn't matter. You can develop your talent and you can unlock your potential, but you cannot train persistence. And you, and, and I'll take persistence over talent any day, right? And your why is what's going to keep you going. You know, understanding why God puts you there is going to keep that work ethic going. Because if you if you look at the scripture, <clears throat> you know, you may have a bad day. It's not saying, you know, that you're going to feel it all the time. You may, you may not want to go to work. You may not enjoy your earthly job. But the reality is God's telling you to do it as if you're doing it unto him. So work ethic is important. We're talking about this talent and, and potential are overrated. I mean, if, you know, I mean, you look for that, right? I mean, you, you look for that. You want the most talented on the field. You want the, you know, the, those with the most potential playing on your team. But man, I mean, tell me how many times you've, you've seen people. Maybe if somebody's worked for you or maybe you've worked with someone, maybe you've been that person where you're, you were talented, but you just didn't unlock it. You just didn't develop it. You didn't, you, they, they were, they, they, the person that you worked beside was super, super talented. They had all the right ingredients. They just couldn't bring it together. So they ended up phasing out, fizzling out. And you look at it and go, wow, what a wasted potential. What a wasted talent. How much talent, how much potential is in the graveyard, right? So, you know, I, I if I had the choice between uh, candidates that were talented, one that was super talented and one that was super persistent, you know, assuming that they both had a certain minimum level of, of talent, a minimum level of talent. But I would pick the persistent, dedicated person over the superstar aspect on the outward all day long <clears throat> because I've seen too many people do this and do this. I was going to say, uh, working for you for as many years as I have, the one thing I've always noticed and I'm always thankful for is obviously when somebody makes a mistake, mm -hmm. it, it may be frustrating for you, but you would rather see somebody constantly pushing to get it right than somebody that made a mistake and gave up or just didn't do it at all. You don't necessarily mind mistakes as long as somebody's learning from it. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that with you because I've made mistakes with you mm -hmm. and you've gotten frustrated with me. But the one thing that's always been, I think that's good between you and I is I'm always like, I can't let a mistake go away. You have to keep fighting for it. You have to keep pushing. You have to keep willing to change what you're doing well, mistakes <clears throat> mistakes come when you're trying yeah and that's what that's where the hard work comes in somebody who mm -hmm. may have a ton of talent but doesn't have that work ethic may make a mistake and go meh well, somebody who has that hard work may make a mistake and go i'm not gonna let this go i'm gonna fix it i mean hard work comes hard hard work com i mean mistakes come when you're trying mistakes don't come when you're doing nothing you know um it's not a mistake when you're doing nothing mm -hmm. you know it's not a, it, if you're if you're not doing your job, that's not a mistake. 
you know, if I called someone in and sat down with them and counseled them as a CEO, you know, or as a, as a, as a leader, you know, and I sat down with them and I said, Hey, you know, uh, you know, your job is to do this. And, you know, we're going through a little review here and, you know, this is, you're, you're not doing it. You know, you're not doing your job and, you know, I really don't see you doing this and you're really, the ball's being dropped in this area. You can't look at me and go, man, I'm really sorry. You know, I, I made a mistake. That's not a mistake, right? A mistake is when you're trying and when you're, when you're trying and you're, <clears throat> and there's something there <clears throat> that's in exchange for maybe the right thing or the perfect thing or the, or the way it should be, but there's something there. There's proof that you, you carved in your, like Mike was here. You know what I'm saying? Like I can say Mike was here versus somebody that's not doing their job at all. And you know, it's our job as leaders to help correct that. So someone's watching right now, maybe you say this, you say, you know, I'm more persistent than I am talented. I'm going to tell you, don't sweat it because here's the thing, right? Listen, you want to write this down or make a note of this. Your talent, like anyone else's can be developed. But with, with unmatched persistence, you cannot fail. Persistence reject, uh, persistence reflects progress, no matter the outcome. I want, I want to say that again. Persistence reflects progress, no matter the outcome. Man, that's powerful right there. It's kind of like the mistake you're doing. So it's like, you, you know, you can develop talent. You, you, you know, but when you have persistence, man, that's, that's unleashed, right? That, you know, it's, 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 it's incredible because your persistence reflects progress no matter the outcome. So even if it's not the best outcome, but you are super persistent and you are going after it with everything you have, you can make corrections. Some of the easiest corrections are done right there, but, 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 but the outcome is not what's, what matters. It's the, it's the progress and persistence always reflects progress. It always reflects it. If I'm working out, <clears throat> there's things that I've been doing when I'm working out. Last night was an example. You know, there's a lot of things that I'm repeating in the hour that my trainer's having me do. There's some things that I did last night for the first time. Well, sometimes when I go to do one of these maneuvers that waits for the first time, some of them are awkward feeling. But after the after the second, going towards the second and to the third and fourth rep, so, you know, I'm, I'm actually, guess what I'm doing? I'm starting to get those, those down. Like they, they, they're not, it's not the weight, it's the awkwardness. So my point is, is that as long as progress <clears throat> is being made, right? Which is, I'm sorry, as long as persistence there, then progress is being made and the outcome can be adjusted. Yeah, absolutely. One of my uh, favorite quotes um, is from the great Michael Jordan, you know, basketball, well, greatest player, in my opinion, to play. And he said this, and you've heard this quote before, but it's one of my, one of my favorites. He said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot <clears throat> and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. It's like I love that because he views persistence as progress. And that's why he's the best. That's why he's the, the best. I mean, yeah, I can say he's talented, but like, I mean, he is talented, but the reason why he's talented is because he's persistent because he, the stuff that he does off the basketball courts, you know, like the stuff that like he trains consistently. So. You know, what's funny. I actually feel some progression 
with this whole discussion because oh, when, I said LeBron when the was last the dance, when the last <laughs> dance was uh, being uh, on, Sam watched it. Like I watched it. He watched it after after me because I watched it before he started working here, or right right as he started working here. And you know he he's only how old are you? I'm 23. 23. So he was like, LeBron's the best. LeBron's. The best. <laughs> and you know what? He just said out of his own mouth. And I said, no, nah, Jordan is. He goes, I'm watching it. Jordan's really good. And I kept telling him reasons why. And then he watched it. Guess what he just said on his own? He just said, that's why he's the best. Look at that. Honestly, progress, baby. About this, about this conversation and actually bringing Jordan to it. Because I, I binged The Last Dance all in one day. <clears throat> right. And I watched it. And the one thing I took away from watching him talk Obviously, you can go and talk about all these different stats and things that you can say makes him the greatest. But what made him the greatest was his mindset. Mm -hmm. was that he he found reasons to go in to a game to win. And that was honestly the difference maker to me in talking about what we're talking about today. He, he found reasons to set his mindset the way he wanted to so that he would go win. Mm-hmm. And that was what I took away when you brought that up. I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense because that was what really made him the difference. Mm-hmm. You can't beat, and, you know, and I'm, we're, we have a minute left, and you, you can't beat mindset. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't beat, you can't beat um, well, you can't beat a positive mindset. You can't beat anybody that wants to win. Like you it. can't. Yeah. And when your mind is set on, on the goal and your mind is set on it and persistence is there, hard work, you know, action, work ethic. I'm going to tell you, there'll be times when we're in with this where taking action is the last thing you're going to feel like doing. I'm just going to tell you, if you're waiting on yourself to feel like it all the time, then you, then, you know, I'm sorry to report to you in advance. You're going to be disappointed. There's going to be multiple times in multiple seasons. You could feel good today and then feel like not wanting to do it tomorrow. But we walk by faith, not by sight. We don't walk by feeling, right? We walk by faith. And the last thing you're going to feel like doing sometimes, and it may not be today, is taking action. So you have to find ways to fire yourself up. I love it, and I said it again. I said it the other day. David is one of my favorites. I love King David. I love Psalms. I love his life. I mean, he jacked things up, you know, <clears throat> and he still is a man after God's own heart. I can relate to that fully. But he said, I encourage myself in the Lord. Find ways to fire yourself up. Draw closer to Jesus. Pray your way through the fear and you'll find strength and determination will rise up in you. So here's a question to leave with you guys, all right? What do you do? What do you do to keep yourself fired up? What do you do to keep yourself fired up? And how do you remain passionate about your purpose amidst failure? I'm going to chime in two things real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Two short things. Number one, because I'm a huge hockey fan, Wayne Gretzky, the Best. GOAT, the he great is. one. You I miss 100% of the shots you don't take, mm. period. And number two, I just watched the new uh, HBO Tiger documentary, mm-hmm. the Tiger Woods one. And, you know, me growing up, you know, I was born in 97. I'm only 23. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't get to see Tiger grow into what he became and become that world famous, like, destroys records crazy beast of a person but watching it and going back and seeing his work ethic and also that sense of he trained so hard that it ultimately he achieved everything he could possibly want but at the same time it was also what put him at the bottom because he his body couldn't handle the amount of training that he put into it and so like it just fact that his love for the game and the fact that something that he wanted to be the best so bad 
was also it got to a point where it said you did it and you got to stop because at this point you've achieved everything and more and now is your time to rest amen amen Awesome stuff. Elisa, uh, we, this is great. Right on time. I'm going to miss spending time with you guys for a little while in the morning. We're going to miss you. I uh, hope that, uh, I hope that um, whatever time you're going to spend is going to be great. Uh, awesome, encouraging message today. hope everyone has a blessed day. Thank you, Dana. And um, good stuff today. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about tomorrow. We'll, the title of it is going is to, is, 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 the acronym is FEAR. F dot E dot A dot R dot <laughs> fear we're going to talk about it we're going to overcome it and it's going to play right into what we're talking about here but we're going to go over you know we're not going to talk about fear and and push it push it we're and not going to manifest it. fear no we're not going to <laughs> elevate it we're going to we're going to rip it down tomorrow so tomorrow we're going to talk about that with regards to what we are have been talking about this week what's the song mike song of the day i don't post lightly because this is by far my favorite worship song of all time um it's with everything the message is pretty straightforward it's, a lot of times it's talking a lot about just worship and everything that you like when you're worshiping you give everything but it definitely translates into what we're talking about um you know i i say this often what you need to do you do it with everything you've got so amen 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 have a good day guys we out